I can't her. contain like, my laughter. I <laughs> know. I would love to see how this works. Uh, hey, boys, boxing. it's Wednesday. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Woo! will <laughs> never know. Snuck in there. She snuck in there. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Completely lost all my professionalism in exactly that one moment. <laughs> that uh-huh. one perfectly executed spit sound. Spit take. <laughs> Perfection. I am not Kami Jays, your host, for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and get to know our guests. It is episode 71 of the Weekly Cooldown, November 15th, and thank you for joining us on this episode. Today's special edition is, in fact, a takeover by me, Nika, otherwise known as Wanifus, joined by the indomitable but slightly sick Twilark. Ah, boys. Twilark (laughs) in the house. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fine. Peeking the mics and peeking your interest. Ooh. And of course, your regularly scheduled host, Cammy Trace. Hello. Ha, this yes, is Dennis. fun. I like this already. Now you have to be quiet. <laughs> Shut uh, the fuck up. I'm hosting. God. Uh, Little yeah, professionalism. No, gotta... take All I ask for. My bad, my bad. <laughs> So this is part of a a two-part little takeover, swaparoo, Freaky Friday kind of deal. So we're over here hosting the weekly cooldown, and then Jace will be over on our stream hosting uh, our raffle art giveaway bullshit that we do every Friday. Mm -hmm. So we're a little little fun fun times, swappy things, because why the fuck not? So we're going to mix up the format a teeny tiny bit today, because we would like to talk about expectations. And how that affects how we in- interact with the gaming and the entertainment industry at large. Oof. Yeah, no, so, it's a... Uh, yeah, no, that's a lot. Yeah. Heavy right. lifting. We're told, no, this is a great game and I just reviewed it and it's going to be amazing, 9.8. And it's like, is every game above a 9.5 in mm. IGN? Is every single game? Is, um, it, is it IGN? Is it though? Because if every game is, then no game is. Oof. But, you know, reviews aside, I think the public expectations is really like when you're in a forum or when you're in one of your gaming groups mm-hmm. or something like that. The ex- the expectations people have before the game comes out, that that it's going to be as hype as they think it is or as dumb as they think it is. Does How does that control you as a as a consumer of this media? And honestly, I think we all fall victim to this. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. always the, ooh, there's this trailer for this movie or this game or whatever, and I'm so excited, and you can't help but speculate, that's who we are, be like, ooh, I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to do this, or I wonder if they're going to do something different, or add oh, this feature. I would really love? I would love. <laughs> and they brought, like, ooh, these monsters from, like, the children's episodes, and then that way in the movie, right. they're going to be amazing. It, yeah, but then we are setting ourselves up for failure, because it will never be what our imagination is going to, like, allow us to to believe because like yo imagination yeah and we're gonna craft something that appeals to exactly ourselves Mm -hmm. but within the framework of what we already know that we like which Mm -hmm. does put us in the unfortunate position of killing the possibility of enjoying something new that we've never experienced before 
because of our preconceptions of what it should be or could be or what we want, we think we want it to be. Ah. That is correct. And that kind of consensus is never 100%. It's it's always like maybe the 90% of people who are speaking up about it and the 10% of people who are really happy with what they're getting. Or maybe it's a, you know, a 45-55 split. Even then, it's, you know... The, the needs of the supposed many over the needs of the few. Well, the needs of the um, of the many con- that will consume versus the needs of the niche markets. So when mm. people tell you horror games are dead or that single player games are dead or that it just all of these genres that are now quote unquote dead. No, because they're not making as much money as they possibly can compared to every year's version of Call of Duty or NBA 2K or every, like, yeah, of course, every FIFA. Yeah, because it is a yearly over and over and over rehash of the same shit. And so is it that people want that or that they're only being able to get that because that actually makes considerable money and a sustainable amount. So every quarter, you're making a little bit more bank. You know, and then shareholders. Shareholder yeah. hype. It just, man, we really got to get to that shareholder class. Yes, seriously. <laughs> like, this is just ridiculous. I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in get, it for, I'm in it for that. Get into my own uh, subscriber only, hashtag mail only, like room at the opera. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm going to get me two opera boxes. Ooh, one for my wife and one for my host. Uh, like now I will be moving. I just came from France. So everything that we talk about, I'm going to equate to Perry. Thank you very much. I was away for a, for a whole like 10 days um, on a Paris creative sabbatical. And so, you spent uh, all 10 days in an opera house from what I hear? I, all of is it. That, that it was actually all 10 days. the Phantom of the Opera opera house. So <laughs> oh. that's kind of cool. Um, Unfortunately, she, just, she got locked in during renovation. So yeah, she just spent her entire uh, oh, just there. She is, just, she are, is actually wait. infected. Yeah. You're, oh, you're the Phantom. It's got great Wi-Fi though. Like, <laughs> you really wouldn't think, but like Paris, pretty, pretty great. great oh, I cannot okay. believe I'm speaking with the true Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the opera it's the actually the opera house so i know that oh. a little bit of a misconception but she is in fact oh so it's the, the sequel yes everyone's dead as well thank you uh, <laughs> uh that is much spoops at night <laughs> perfect so perfect in speaking of expectations so there's actually quite a few things that uh are related or relevant to this topic this week, which felt like the good reason to do it. I want to start with Sonic the Hedgehog purely because uh, that is the most recent in in my mind of the the new trailer coming out and showing the <laughs> redesigned Sonic that is mm-hmm. yield classic Sonic essentially, as opposed to the Lovecraftian horror creature that was in the previous trailers. You have I such hate that thing. And he, and here's the thing: I don't, I don't care. I don't care about. Sonic, I don't care about the movie. I was never one that was like super vocal about it being bad. I was just like, no, that's just it is a bad character design. Yeah. I understand the perspective of wanting to switch it up and wanting to be less cartoony, wanting to to try to make the creature fit into the real world. I get that. I get that aim. However, the thing that <laughs> uh, they designed was actually horrific. Uh, I don't even know that I have that many teeth. It's so, so many teeth. Why 
why did <laughs> the you have fact, just so very many of the them? The fact that he had more teeth than me is an issue. Unnerving mouth <laughs> space that almost was kind of like a, <laughs> a protruding like asshole with just teeth coming out. I'm oh. super not into oh, the, the... I see it. Oh, now. you see it. You can't. Oh. Once you see the weird lip line, and it's not a lip, it is a ring, and it's definitely an mm. O ring because it's a butthole, which is full of teeth. <laughs> no, okay. No, I get it. I understand why people were like, the fuck is that? I understand. But back when that original, the original trailer was released, the backlash was. Was quite large. Catastrophic levels of people just <laughs> flipping shit about that, and I get, I understand the perspective because no, it's horrific, and I, whatever you were aiming for, you did not nail it, and that thing was birthed instead. Mm. And so what the studio did is they immediately buckled and were like, "We'll fix it," and so they fixed it. And is yep. the movie better for them fixing it? <laughs> Probably not I mean, much of a difference. I assume absolutely not because they took so much extra time and budget to fix the visuals versus to actually like get dramaturgs in and fix the <laughs> scripts or fix the the jokes to be um, not just child friendly, but most, if not more than half, maybe um, being our generation friendly <laughs> uh, people who grew <laughs> up with Sonic uh, playing Sega Genesis and shit. Uh, like at their cousin's house and then getting beat because like no I got beat real talk but like their Sega Genesis got <laughs> fucked up afterwards because like I sucked at the game so I don't this movie best be funny and I feel like in the new trailer that was just released um, that Jim Carrey's antics me realizing oh no this may not actually be for me anymore like mm -hmm. this is not which actually <laughs> it gets us to the question, who is this movie for and mm -hmm. who were the most vocal about disliking it? And are those audiences the same? Are the people who were the most vocal about its horror show ever going to see it <laughs> anyway? That's a good point. Oh, because... thank you. Huh. <laughs> Well, Jesus. it's a really good point because, <laughs> I, as you say, this is likely for kids, right? Uh, the the later gener or which earlier is, later generations. Which is I don't know which way we're going. Who is attached to Sonic? Who grew up with those games? Right. Yeah, parents. We yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, and so like for me, that my Genesis, I got it. I don't know. I think I was ten or eleven Ooh. with like Sonic or Sonic Two. Um, yeah, but that Sonic is... came out in nineteen ninety one. So in that respect, wow. you know, you have 30, 35 year olds. No, you have like 35 to 45 year olds like now that have kids at this age of like seven to 10 years old or so to come see this movie. So mm -hmm. you can be that dad who's like, oh, oh, but check this out. Oh, oh, but check this out. And then, oh, right. oh, they did it. They like talked about the oh, oh, the rings. Oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even I'd say even like. <laughs> One of the thirty-year-old millennials who are who probably grew up with some modicum of Sonic exposure, they don't want to see, uh, you know, children's humor. They will probably want to see kind of sarcastic, uh, more adult-style humor. And so this is and... something I think is a great uh, comparison is Detective Pikachu. Right? Oh, fuck yeah! Like, yeah. We oh. all, like, we definitely saw it. Chase, I don't know if you saw it. Uh... I did not, but I love. Ryan. Oh. 
It was oh, genuinely like a solid movie. It yeah. was solid. Oh. It had some definite like <laughs> jokes for the adult audience, or whatever. And honestly, it did seem more skewed to mm-hmm. me. To me, it was yeah, for it just, me. And I like sat in that theater knowing this was for me. And I did want to be the best. Like there there ever (laughs) fucking was. And then they're all like fighting and shit. I totally forgot all of the plot. I forgot everything. Like I don't, because I feel like I could watch that movie again and be taken to another fucking world. Harry Potter level. Like it just (laughs) fucked me up. That's exactly the kind of movie that I wanted though was a smart movie in the world of Pokemon, not another Ash and Pikachu shit. Like, yes. not the same over and over and over again, because we know Nintendo is just so repetitive about their games, and so, like, they'll only do a little bit, so that way it can last way longer, because, of course... But they have, like, what, 8,000 Pokemon now or some shit? 900 and some change. <laughs> no. I can't remember that feels the exact like the same number. math. <laughs> math checks out. So... Yeah. To see Detective Pikachu handled so well, and from the trailer, the second I saw it, I was like, oh, no, I this actually looks really good. Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. went into watching the trailer being like, this is going to be dumb. And then being like, oh, no, I, I think what I want not? to see this. And it is it is pretty rare for me to mm-hmm. go see a movie in theaters. It has to. Ooh. I, because straight up, like, the money, I'm not going to spend it unless it That's true. really compels. All so, right, movie mm-hmm. pass. I mean, movie pass those were the days, but those days are gone. Well, yeah. But I, I laid us. the money out to go see Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It was great. So compare that to the Sonic movie, which by all counts could have captured that same lightning in a bottle experience. You could have had something that was smart and and funny, but but funny on different levels mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a possibility, and it's still possible. I have not right. I have not watched the new trailer. I only saw the screenshots comparing the new uh, design to the old design. So I'm like, okay, no, I mean you don't do the thing. It's yeah. not uh a nightmare Horrendous. anymore. So there's that. Terrifying. Does that change the vibe of the trailer? And so Twy, you said that you did watch the trailer. Yeah. What was your takeaway? Um this the new one was just so much more funny. And uh, spliced quickly into where it was just joke after joke after joke after joke. And then introduce new character. And then they do joke after joke after joke. And then introduce Jim Carrey. And then he does some jokes and some dancing and another joke. And then another thing. And then they're like, yeah, Sonic, watch it. And it's like, oh, those were all the jokes in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like. I I think that's, that's something they probably have to fall back on because at this point, all they have going for the movie right now is we've updated the design. <laughs> you know, it's not like they have like it, it, the original trailer. Trailer wasn't necessarily like hilarious, well, but the it, trailer it itself you know was fine. It's just it was overshadowed yeah. by right. the horrific Sonic. I think so it, now that they now they have to play up the fact that oh by the way it's also funny. No, Come see the movie. But it's not that type of funny. It's kid funny, and so the yes. first trailer was well, I think kind of was for the parents being more like hey you remember Sonic right this guy oh yeah because like it was a narration and then Sonic and he's getting ready to run and it's like ooh, and then the finally the reveal of his like butt mouth and then it was like oh <laughs> fuck yeah and in this one the new trailer it was I'm just like a regular kid just like you going to school ring 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 oh gotta catch the bus like it was just so <laughs> 
for middle schoolers and for like that level like and younger mm -hmm. kids of just slapstick comedy and and having these like one-liners that kids are absolutely going to repeat 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 all the time because sure. they're waiting oh, to watch boy. this movie but that's but like no, are they, they though they pivoted yeah so I mean, gonna try <laughs> to that point i mean like it's i i would hope not anyway but i assume that kids <laughs> let's say ages seven to maybe 13 were not the ones having the uproar about oh, the exactly the look of sonic so in a way sure i'm happy sure nico's happy that it looks better and he doesn't have the butt mouth anymore mm -hmm. and that's great but Was if it's I... not for me yeah. why do you why do you care why did you rush you know not i don't want to say rush because they no did they kinda... rushed they rushed to the did internet they? to be like oh well <laughs> sure but i don't think <laughs> they... yeah, i don't think that they rushed to uh, uh change it i think they rushed oh, no. to say okay we're going to change it no i mean the but... the audiences oh, who saw that yeah rushed absolutely to, yeah. to bitch about it online to you know sure. like to twitter quick to yes. to let them Reddit. know they done fucked up by not meeting expectations mm-hmm but, Which is so interesting because how just how many character-driven movies has Sonic had? Like, if you had to say, well, like, oh, what is what is Sonic's character? There are a couple of cartoons, and there are a couple, like, little shorts here and there. And there's a couple, it just, no, there are Sonic diehards out there. And mm -hmm. and once we start getting to this point of where they, they start to make money you start going into all these backlogs of like oh well what was once popular back in the day let's revive that for now and it's like up oh, gotta get some star wars in there gotta get some star trek in there gotta get some any fucking thing that worked well in the 90s boom mm. we gotta do it in like 2020 so Sounds like a ready respect, player one or something maybe we're just being overly cautious and aware and trying to protect this ip that we actually grew up with and so mm actually being like no this is bad make it better because i do want better because i want future generations to know and appreciate the good shit because <laughs> we had it good and in that sense fuck yeah boomers <laughs> like <laughs> y'all making moves I'm like all right <laughs> like you're never gonna go off and watch it yourself because it's not for you but you mm. can bitch enough about because like you're never gonna go watch children's programming but it's still okay to bitch about having diversity in children's programming because it is important. And so, like, I'm not saying that 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 is equated to the like character design of Sonic of just like children will live better, happier lives in a better society because Sonic looked more OG. But like, maybe maybe having some type of um some type of like artistic like line that is drawn of just. No, these are the features of this character that makes him iconic. Keep him iconic because stay true to that IP. But like, why do you have to stay true to anything? Make money, so cash, money, mm. million. And uh, maybe they realized, oh fuck, we're not gonna make cash, money, millionaire. So we better hurry up and change it because tweens don't have cash on hand. It's the parents who have to take them anyways. That's true. So, like, where do we go point. from here? Because the expect okay, what, what was the expectation here? Isn't and and what should we expect otherwise from ourselves and from others? Is it 
if you're gonna bitch, like show up. Like, and that is that through. is actually what I would like to to get to is everyone who went out and hastily composed a tweet or a YouTube comment or whatever to bitch about the design to the point that the um like the studio buckled and changed it as requested. Mm-hmm. Go the fuck to the movie theater and watch this shitty fucking movie. You have to go. You complain, they change shit, get the fuck to the theater and go see it. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. So take your cats and dogs. Take buy a ticket for everyone. Yeah, and to that point actually, anyone who said, Oh, it looks like shit and I'm still not gonna see it. Or it looks better, but I'm still not going to see it. Fuck you, buddy. Basically, <laughs> then maybe shut your goddamn mouth. If if you're going to step up and demand a change, then you have to reward the company for doing the thing that you asked them to do. Absolutely. Otherwise, you will end up in a situation where the movie's still going to do terrible, and we know it's going to do terrible yeah. anyway. So, like, because you didn't really put a new flavor on it in a way that I think people are going to relate to. Yeah, no, no one's going to care. No one's going to see it. Paste, yeah, a uh, fucking cookie cutter kind of movie. Like, it's not going to be B movie bad to where it's like going to become oh, a cult God, classic because it's so no. bad and so fun. Nah, it's going to be a nothing movie that we forget about come February. Like, it's just... It's mm. going to be every Garfield movie. At, like, it's oh going to God, be... Oh, that's a thing. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot that. about that. Yes, Ooh. it is going to be that. And... Can we get Garfield movies, but where they're, like, the new memes now, where, like, they're basically, like, abyssal, like, fucking entities just, like, bitching at John <laughs> to, like, I'm all the lasagna, John. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, Actually, my favorite is... Uh, is the Garfield without Garfield comics, which in which Garfield is edited out of every comic, and it's just John talking to himself, and yeah. he's definitely having a breakdown. I want that, that. I would absolutely watch that. I want that in the style of Joker. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't seen Joker yet, is, so. That is the beginning of Joker, of just talking <laughs> a lot to yourself and being pretty negative. Um, but yeah, that. watching the original Joker um, that recently came out, watching the trailer like months and months like the teaser trailer such a fantastic trailer i'm in i'm not gonna watch any more talk about it i'm not gonna watch any more trailers anything went to go see the movie on my birthday and i was like okay like it wasn't amazing or not amazing or this and that i definitely expected more but because i didn't set expectations anywhere throughout i was satisfied with the movie that i got and that's pretty cool I think I, I definitely want to get to that to that idea at the end of this um, regarding like hype and hype management. But mm. um, to the point I was trying to make is because they because the studio listened to complaints and they made changes changes that I guarantee were not cheap to make yeah. because you have to completely redo them all through every scene completely redo the model. Oh yeah! If you do not go and see this movie, that will taint anything in the future where people complain and want changes, regardless yeah. of whether those changes... I mean, if they're bullshit, then who cares? But if they're legitimate requests for change, they will be ignored. Because it's gonna yeah, be like, no, it's not gonna matter. People who are gonna see it are gonna see it regardless. And the people that complain, they don't fucking matter because they're not ponying money. up cash to go see it. And ultimately, yeah. it does come down to money. And it sucks. It sucks that that's the way the system is. But it takes money to 
hire your cast to have your directors, your producers, your camera people, everyone who is on stage, your wardrobe, all of those things cost money. And when you have to redo something, it costs even more fucking money. So if you're not going to see it, period, then shut your fucking mouth and be like, well, oh, this, I mean, ultimately mm. it's not for you. And it was never going to be for you for anyway. You. Mm-hmm. So Correct. shut up. Like, that's it. Just shut your goddamn mouth. Yeah, that's... But at the same time, engage on the internet because what really fucking matters is engagement because nobody mm-hmm. really cares if you're negative about something or positive about something. The algorithms on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram, all these like social media platforms and what a lot of execs and suits in like the upper fucking ivory mm-hmm. towers and shit, they only care about engagement. And so you can shut up, but technically the best thing for you to do to support the series or the movie itself is to is to have an opinion and be loud about it because okay, we live that in is that day and age. An interesting perspective then to be which I think um to aside very briefly, uh at TwitchCon, uh down on the expo floor, talk to the community manager of Conan Exiles. And I feel like every single episode oh. of the weekly cooldown that I'm on, you ask me what again. I've been playing recently. Uh the answer is always Conan Exiles because I always go back to this game. Mm-hmm. And uh in the little it's just it's part of the thing I, I always go back. So I'm always playing it because I never really stop playing it. So one of the things that the community manager had said to me, so we were talking a little bit about the game. She's like, oh, do you actually play? It's like, yeah, no, it, it is a a household favorite. Mm-hmm. It's a game that we all collectively do continue to go back to. I like There's mining. just something about it. it just, I love that game. I like mine. Heads up, they're introducing mounts soon. So like, oh my God. Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, but having conversation, be like, yeah, no, I love it. And I love this. I actually love games that have, you know, a, a lot of difficulty that are challenging. Uh, I don't like games that are hand-holding. Conan fits a lot of these niches that I really enjoy. And she's like, oh my god, like, thank you. I never get to hear anyone say anything positive. It's always, Aww. always negative. Like, your game sucks. This sucks. Aww. This feature sucks. That sucks. And the realizing, if you like something, oh my god, talk about it. Talk about it with the same fire and fury that you do when you talk about things that you hate. Because it Aww. matters. It, that broke my heart. It's like I'm oh, introducing no. a new segment to this show where my guests have to say like some great things about <laughs> some video game. Oh, I feel I'm so heartbroken right now. It, it killed me, and and I I oh, absolutely it's like there are people oh. who actually have to deal with your uh. trash comments and see that every day when they're going to work every single day trying to make a good thing, a thing that they're proud of and that they want people to enjoy, (laughs) and instead that's what they're getting. So please, if you take away anything about this entire conversation about expectations... Kill yourself! No. Kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Start over, start over. No. (laughs) uh, If you take away anything from this, please be vocal about the stuff that you love. So Mm, in... If engagement matters and seeing those engagement numbers matter, so mm-hmm. when you see something that you're like that you like, talk about that too. Yeah, and it can. I be, agree. Review can, this podcast. Honestly, please. <laughs> five because star. Five star. People only speak <laughs> up when they're mad about something, but all you're doing is is crafting this narrative where everyone mm-hmm. is only ever mad about everything and. 
people who are into movies, but especially people who are into video games, because really, Sonic is a, a game character, that, sure. that gamers are just negative, and that they just shit all over everything, and blah, blah, blah. But oh gamers as God. a whole are passionate people who really love the medium, who really love their respective platforms. They want good games. Of course they do. We all want good things. We don't want garbage things. Mm-hmm. But if you like something... Be vocal. If you don't have the money for it, I get it. I absolutely understand that you're a broke-ass bitch. That means put your time in of tweeting about it and posting videos about it, making content, and engaging the creators of the thing that you like so that they see that feedback. And when you say something positive, there will be people who will be like, oh yeah, me too. There will absolutely be people who are like, no, fuck (laughs) you, you're wrong. But that still counts as engagement, but fuck those guys. (laughs) Got (laughs) them. My favorite thing is to spread misinformation so then that way people can like correct me and then tell me I'm a dumb bitch. But like jokes on them, engagement. (laughs) <laughs> that's a big reason that uh um, like uh groups like uh cinnamon sins they specifically put incorrect statements in their videos um of their like recaps of movies and stuff so that people can correct them in the comments it's a fucking mm. ploy and but it works great but if you didn't pick that up or you don't read the comments you have misinformation now so it's like sure. ooh, like where does the onus lie for like correct information or um the ethics of engagement and making sure that that we don't go like hardcore or negative or it just it's all so so fascinating um yeah which is why i personally love more like polls of like where they have old Sonic and new Sonic, and you're like, "Would fuck," and then it's like, <laughs> "Like for this, and for that." And it's like, I feel like well, that's just OG. Like, it's actually you know. engagement. Funny that you mentioned Cinemasins because I actually I just rewatched Detective Pikachu. Like, because I, it is fresh in my mind because I watched the Cinemasins of it recently. So, like, nice. But I just looked it up, and Detective Pikachu is a movie, mediocre scores uh imdb mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes like in the sixes and sevens <coughs> but it is uh, apparently the highest grossing video game film of all time hell yeah, yeah. so killing it regardless of what critics said people went and were like no i'm into this and they voted Absolutely. with their dollar Yo, and i feel like yeah. I feel like this is a good kind of speaking of pokemon yeah. uh, kind of, <laughs> I want let's get into it there. i do though I'm really no, trying hard. I'm going to therapy. And I'm oh. like... <laughs> so the hashtag that is trending all over Twitter right now is Game Freak Lied. And Jace, mm. you said you, that you had all kinds of thoughts and, and I didn't. Okay. You've been looking into this. What was it again? Game Freak, like the creators okay. of like the, the new Pokemon game. Uh, game Freak Lied. <gasps> so Jace, they lied to their people. Yeah. They're liars. Tell no. me why. But companies never lie. They're so good. There's a good bit about this that (laughs) I definitely am a little irked about. Break it Um, down for me. Please. So the hashtag Game Freak Lied is mostly about the animations and the models of older Pokemon that are uh, going to be introduced or reintroduced, I suppose, in uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. um, Out today. Um, (laughs) uh, So... The idea behind the um, thing is that someone leaked uh, the models from the game recently. Um, because it is so close to launch, we do have that information now. Um, first of all, we have the information that 
most of the models are the same from previous video games. So that includes the 3DS um, uh, versions. Ouch. So we're we're just kind of recycling those, I guess. Why wouldn't we though? There's like eight thousand of them. Right. But at the same and, time, I mean, that you're I talking the difference between a mobile platform and a full actual like console. Oh, with that... with mobile capabilities, technically. Oh, but I mean, even... it's still kind of mm. it's still kind of there. Too many um, assets. Don't rework it. Right. And I don't, I truly don't fault them for that. But they did say, like, no, we didn't reuse them. And it's looking like, oh, yeah, you did. Fuck you. Um, the other thing they lied about is that they did not put any kind of. Uh, There's certain Pokemon that didn't make it into the game that they didn't put in because of reasons like uh, balance for battles. They do a lot of tournaments. Uh, there's like Pokemon World's Cups and all kind of stuff. Fuck that yeah, Harry Potter happened. Vibes. <laughs> so they, this this all happens and so they have to of course balance the game somehow and so to do that they take out uh, certain moves that you can do in okay. previous games and they take out certain Pokemon that have certain values that are too high or too low or blah 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 um, well according to some people who have started data mining the game again uh, they find that like for example Bulbasaur is not in Sword and Shield um, neither is uh Squirtle, the Squirtle line, so Squirtle, War Turtle, Blastoise. But Charizard is in it, of course, because Charizard's a, you know, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, very popular Pokemon. Compared um, to, like, Squirtle Squad? Yeah, you would think. Yeah, fascinating. I, uh, okay. Well, people have been data mining and finding that the code for Bulbasaur and for all of these other Pokemon that are not supposed to be in the game are actually in the game. The code is there, they're just hidden and not being used for whatever but reason. is the code hidden and because it just came in a package? Because all they did was say, cool, we're going to copy-paste the old game, paste, and now we're going to build a new game around it, but we're just not going to attach a lot of links. So the models will be there, but they yeah. have no, um, there's no, like, parent-child, kind of, there's no children of that model. So, like... I, so even though that you found it and it's like, cool, you found the Easter egg, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean we're going to be using it currently. That is, still feels contradictory is, to the idea that, oh, no, no, like all new models, we, we definitely didn't copy paste. And then be like, yeah, well, actually, we copy and pasted so hard mm -hmm. that there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that we yeah, didn't need because we didn't go through it. Like, so it, Would, if it um, is that, then that just reinforces the first part of, no, you said that you were rebuilding everything, like, from the ground up, like, these are brand new shit, and they'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, they're, but they're not actually... Or, no. or is it more like, um, and then in six months they say, like, oh, shit, it's a Bulbasaur. Yes. And they, like, give the update, and that links the back... Right. Because you had to pay extra money for the update, maybe? Or, or is it because engagement on your platform, and we have to keep you there, and this is how we'll do it? Because we're not making new games, we're just making another fucking Pokemon, and we're keeping you hooked. Well, what I want to kind of punctuate this with is that, um, as always with this kind of uh, hashtag, you have to take it kind of with a grain of salt, a large one, preferably one that is maybe a lamp as well, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> these kinds of things always originate from a forum, uh, usually kind of like 4chan. Um, and there are people who are actually, you know, uh, uh, 3D artists who do all these wireframe type things who can easily debunk it. And uh, there is one, uh, Laura Miller, Millar, I believe Millar. is her name. She, 
she is a uh, 3D artist with many, many years. Um, and she says, look, these wireframe comparisons have no source. Um, it, these could be super fake. We don't really know where they came from. Hmm. Um, unless these people are posting, like, complete full data mined uh <laughs> Uh, uh, posts and are able to corroborate it with other people in the in the industry or on the forum. These things really should be taken with a grain of salt. Um, and in particular, I think that we've had a couple months now of the Sword and Shield, um, the Sword and Shield hype building up. People have been excited to see the new Pokemon, the new features, and stuff like that. But then, of course, there's the other camp who's been very vocal about how they're not uh, they're very upset with uh the national decks not being included so you don't get all like almost 1000 pokemon wait what um like yeah. you can't catch all oh no them yeah all? you can't you can't catch them like all like the literal point that you got to catch them all. all you could catch the ones they put in the game and you're going to like it because eventually <laughs> they'll release the DLC, other ones right mm. well, the thing is uh, so i have no um no really Nintendo platform experience. Like, sure, I have, like, a 3DS that I don't touch. And I haven't owned a console since, like, the Wii. Mm-hmm. Do... Is there a DLC schedule, plan, funding, blah, 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 microtransactions, uh, all that stuff that we are so used to on PC and on, you know, big daddy consoles? The, does Switch yeah. actually do that? Oh, yeah. Okay, um, so... They did it with Breath of, of the Wild. They did it both with the Switch version and the Wii U version. Yes. Um, but uh, the the issue is is that Game Freak does not... Ga- the way Game Freak works <laughs> is that they'll put out the base game, so Sword and Shield in this case, um, and then maybe like a year, a year and a half later, they'll say, hey, we made a new version called... I don't know, gun. And <laughs> and so you can now buy a gun and it has maybe a few new features, a slightly different uh, script than the original two. And also you can get this new uh, legendary Pokemon that we introduced. Um, and, and people buy that. They, they I do. <laughs> I, I'm not a ashamed. Of, um, you know, red and blue silver right. gold red blue all yellow of those, all of those kinds of things mm-hmm. that is there's absolutely a history for that but yeah. are we on a you know maybe like a i don't want to say like a little brother definitely a middle child level um console are we at the point where we should be beyond that there is as far as mm. i know no reason why you couldn't have had them all and i have to buy more Sure. I need to buy um, some separate things. But at that point, you are you are owning that. So on on mobile platforms through all of its history, you know, one cartridge can only hold so much. There is an actual limitation Mm -hmm. to what they're capable of, and so it kind of makes sense that you'd have different editions, and then oh, you trade with people because like it's interactive, and you play with your friends, and blah blah blah, and then that's how you like actually collect them. There's that social element here. There is no, like, that is, they gamified their way around uh, a limitation. Here, there is no such limitation. So there is no longer the justification for that, unless you were rolling out different editions of it. And you're like, but play online and meet people online or right. have, like, a an online um, lobby yeah, or whatever where you can meet people. the same gimmick because it keeps well, making money because well, like Nintendo, though. 
I would agree with you, except uh, Game Freak has said that they don't plan on doing any kind of DLCs. They don't plan on any future games with a national dex. So you can't like they they don't they're not planning on doing all like one thousand Pokemon the thing like, is, ever in the future. If there are already pre-existing models in the game, that's mm-hmm. bullshit. It's already obvious that that's not going to be the case because they're there. If you if you were like if you went through all of that, you denomined all of that, and there were no evidence of it, and then they were like, "Yeah, we're just we're not going to do it." The game that you get is the game that you get. That would hold more water. But to be like, "No, we're not going to do that," is the same as no, we didn't reuse models. If that evidence says that you did, so. No, clearly you are setting up for that, regardless of what like the mouthpiece is saying. Sure. There is a foundation there that is saying no. The, I mean, we're not, but like, oh, but the, because the fans demanded it, we decided to change our stance, and we because because you guys, the fans, we want because we knew you wanted that, so we decided to change our our stance. And here's your like thirty dollar DLC with like oh. the new Pokemon's you really want. Like right. really, I in do. this dumb. Like yes. as, as I mean, yes, fans, just as like, fans, yes, we are. BlizzCon just happened, and the CEO, uh, <laughs> quote unquote, apologized for, um, for the kid who like, was, you know, free Hong Kong kind of shit. But um, it, ooh, it just I'm gonna have to ban you. I'm sorry. Ooh, but also, ooh, I feel like I should be very accountable for this. And then, like, I have a, I have a large then... following in China. You gotta go. You gotta, uh, you know, that's where the money comes from. <laughs> it's all that ad revenue. That's actually where we make our plushies. Um, I've been like CEO of Blizzard and shit, and he comes out and he's just he's apologizing. But it's this non-apology. He never actually addresses the issue. Never addresses what happened or the event. He never says anything at all. And so if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. And if you did mm-hmm. know, you're kind of like, okay, well, at least he said the word sorry. But at the end of the day, Diablo 4, whoa! Yeah. Coming out yeah. years later. It it definitely is relatively the same, I would say, because we we do feed into so the Game Freak, the Game Freak <laughs> formula. So I expect in a year or a year and a half or so, you know, uh, almost to the letter, right? Uh, 11, 15, 20, 20, we will have uh, Pokemon gun or whatever weapon they're going <laughs> to use for what it. And, nice. um, <laughs> and that will be, it, it won't be much different than what we have with Sword and Shield, but it'll be slightly different enough for some people to get it and most people maybe won't. Um and it still won't have the national decks that the people are looking for, and we'll just accept it as fact, and that'll be that. And then maybe in a year or two, when they're ready to release another sixty to seventy Pokemon and put it in another game, that'll be on a maybe different platform, we'll... though. Because by that most point, likely, like it'll be a new handheld of some sort. Well, Nintendo is interesting because with consoles, they tend to stick with it if it's doing pretty well. So Nintendo Switch uh, won't be part of the PS5 and uh, Xbox Scarlet uh, uh, roster, as it were. Mm. It's kind of in its own sphere at the moment. Which is how they've established themselves, honestly, oh, yeah. for quite a while at this point. Is they're not actually competing with like the big dogs. Which quite is fine, well. honestly. Yeah. It's just yeah, if you they're can't kind of their up, own thing. That's okay. They're they still have creating their, games that people markets. like. Yeah. It's they they kind of really do. Keeping up. It's just their market that they play for. 
Yeah, I mean, that was that was a choice, a decision yeah, to stop trying to be competitive mm-hmm. with the the bigger performing platforms, and instead, I think this started with the Wii. Uh, yeah, the, absolutely. Because you market yeah. it entirely to just a, a different family. It's, it's not just shit. it's not just family friendly, but it's also uh, to the elderly, to literally everyone oh, yeah. besides even Outlet. the 3ds was uh, yeah. marketed to the elderly as well. So they they've picked their their path there. They they have deviated. They're like, no, oh, we know we can't why. compete. They which, have that monopoly yeah, in no, those niches. They are mm-hmm. the only game. They are absolutely they killing it. Up. They made the right decision. There's no kind of Pokemon game for a a Sony console. There's barely any, unless you're like pirating Mm -hmm. and like doing homebrew shit, which is weird. But, (laughs) um, you know, there's there's nothing like that for any console or the PC. Um, you have Pokemon Go on phones, and you have yeah. uh, Pokemon on the 3DS, the Game Boys, and Nintendo Switch, and that's it. Like that's all you get. And there's it's smart. It's a billion, if not more, dollar franchise. Um, and Game Freak knows that, which is why they're like, meh, we're just gonna, you know, not release the national decks. Yeah, the uh, the sprites or whatever are in the in the code but like what are you gonna do you're still gonna buy the game you stupid (laughs) 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 so it it is kind of it does kind of hit me in the sore spot um first of all i will go ahead and say that my favorite did make it into sword and shield so thank you very much um gas the ghastly line uh ghastly haunted gengar is in there that's all i needed to be happy so I, I feel pretty good about myself. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> but it, it does kind of hit a sore spot because I was like, oh, man, they're going to make a console version of one of my favorite uh, RPGs, really. Um, I can take it to work, play it on my lunch break, come back home, plug it into the TV, play it on the TV, which is a huge deal for me. Nice. And then, like, I'll be able to catch, like, thousands of Pokemon, not to mention transfer all the hundreds that i already have from all my previous games into this one except no i can't because game freak decided they didn't want to add in all the pokemon that i've been gathering since i was like five years old on the playground in the bronx like how dare you (laughs) how rude to like deny me that pleasure but also i'm still gonna buy your game so thanks i didn't realize (laughs) that's what the feature was when we talk about the national decks and that does sound amazing though because i still have my red yellow and blue and like gold and silver and i just recently um bought a couple more games for my game boy advance because i was like well no it's still a perfect fucking handheld so it's like no, I would def- absolutely knock that shit out again. Like, go back real hardcore, like, in my late 20s. Fuck yeah. And then, like, so I could literally catch them all. But why wouldn't but not- that be how you go? Wouldn't that make more money? Would that be the engagement? I mean, that would Is- be the game. Everyone yeah. would absolutely jizz all over themselves for that content. Just like we did mm-hmm. for Pokemon Go. Like, we jizzed yeah. hard. It needed oh, yeah. another year. Of like and I mean, so that way we could like fucking battle and shit, and then it would have been a whole new fucking world, man. And they've been also doing the thing if you played Pokemon Let's Go, which was technically the first Pokemon game on um, the Nintendo Switch. If you're, you know, if you're counting, <laughs> um, they introduced a feature where you can 
transfer Pokemon from your Pokemon Go from your mobile phone onto oh your God. Nintendo Switch. That's cool. So That's they great. they tapped into a market and then and left that market to die. It. It just, the, like, what is a waste? I what a waste expect, of the equipment. I, expect, I definitely like, agree. I feel that. Yep. Um, I assume the technology hasn't caught up and that's why we're not getting these like sick ass features but like the tech is I there remember, i remember like seven years ago when somebody was like yo what if google maps did like a pokemon thing and i was like fuck yeah and then pokemon go comes out like years later and it was dope but like it wasn't the most dope it could be but i remember being like fuck yeah it's happening man oh shit <laughs> and then like going to watch detective pikachu and then being like high as fucking balls but like all the Pokemon are coming out and they're doing their own thing and they're doing, and like I see Ghastly on my favorite and I'm like, oh man, he's the fucking best, man. Like, I was a fucking child. Like, yeah, if we're like talking nostalgia, I expect technology to catch up for me to feel the carefree childhood that I needed. And so, like, why wouldn't you national decks and why wouldn't you, like, honestly just take the fuck over? Why are you cutting yourself at the feet? If, like, if you could do this. No, clearly you have the mm-hmm. technology. You're choosing not to. Wow. And the the reason they're citing it, again, is just, like, we want to make the game balanced. And I'm like, okay, no, but man. it was never balanced in the in the past. So, like, what's the big deal? Right? No, like, I want, make it balanced. Like, no, I want, I want people who specifically go on, on international travel and trips and flights and shit to go catch Pokemon that only show up at volcanoes and only show up in like these small islands and only, yo, how amazing would that be? Because then you would have groups of people specifically traveling the world to find Pokemon. That's cool. But also like all of these cultures would mix and round and not saying because like I work for an aerospace company, but dope. All this air travel would be happening now. But anyways, (laughs) but like, How cool would that be? Because then there would be a common language and it would be Pokemon. And then somehow, 20 years, 30 years later, no, we would have created a Pokemon world. Like, in the digital space. That's all nostalgia. We made the future happen. Mm -hmm. Back when Pokemon Go came out, there were people who were like, imagine if this is it, if this is the thing that fixes society, <laughs> gets people yeah. outside and socializing and blah, blah, blah. And like, to some extent, it, oh, it, it definitely did. did a little bit. It did get the ball going. One of my coworkers got married to a chick he met during Pokemon Go. That's cute. It's, it's like, super, super cute. cute. And I'm he lost 150 that. pounds. Like, it's just... Genius. Yeah. No. Pokemon <laughs> Go literally changed his life. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... That, he's not alone in that though. It was, it was a beautiful time. It was just they, like and, it was beautiful in that in that beautiful like summer twenty sixteen. <laughs> it was so it was lovely, lovely time it was for us. It all. really was. All these kids coming out to like sell lemonade on the side of the road, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" You're like, no, nah, there were stacks and shit. And midnight was the best time to like hunt. So like, no, that was cool. It was like, man, there's so many people out here. Who don't yeah. uh yeah heroin addicts you... yeah and they look like me like just excited <laughs> to like just happy to be here hello like, oh, red levels <laughs> just, yeah just excited. it's a it's a shame and um there's a ton of groups i'm in that are have crazy back and forths because 
uh, there's a large camp that likes the game and like they're very happy about it and then there's a louder maybe not as large group who's just like no i want the national decks where is it give it to me blah 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 i do now now that i understand what it means i definitely want it but it's um i I, i'd like to see what the game is like i think um i think it's gonna be pretty good you can make your pokemon giant now did you know that didn't i'm not sure why i would need that yeah particularly it's amazing (laughs) one of the things fat pikachu um the game isn't even out yet uh manage your expectations manage Mm -hmm. your expectations so the the game hasn't officially released so so you really you can't weigh in a lot of it is speculation and (laughs) this is the danger that you get into where a game isn't out yet and you have your idea of what it's supposed to be or what you want it to be, and then it doesn't match that, and then you're mad about that. And the amount of hype around the game itself, the the kind of game, if it's like a beloved franchise, you know, it's it's oh, gonna yeah. skyrocket that hype. But you know, if it's a a beloved like developer or producer per se, it might uh, oh. change. You know, it, it might like amplify the hype. It's almost mm. like, and so that is the other game that has been in the news recently is Death Stranding, and the disparity between the game that everyone was expecting to get and the game that they got. And so, I remember, for all the trailers for Death Stranding myself, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, oh, I am not, perpetually, I am not high enough for this content. Oh, no. (laughs) None of us were. Ever. Even the stoneriest among us is not ready for whatever. But... There was something compelling to that. No, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. But mm-hmm. as a as a person who through like the entire Metal Gear franchise, I never really wanted to play them. I really just wanted to watch someone play them so I could get the story because the actual mechanics of playing the game I wasn't that super into. Even though I like stealth and things like that, I don't typically like military based games. It's just an aesthetic thing. I tend to prefer mm-hmm. fantasy over the hard, cold realities <laughs> of war. Sure. But there was always such deep and interesting lore built into them and world building built into them. And the stories were always very compelling, if not, you know, kind of out there. But that is the Kojima's signature in that way. And so Death Stranding, (laughs) seeing the trailers for it, I was like, oh, I am interested, but I, expecting something that is kind of Metal Gear-esque, because that's what I'm used to of him doing, was not particularly interested in the actual purchasing and playing of the game. So Mm. for me, that expectation turn me away from the game but for most people based on the backlash that i'm seeing it turned them to the game they were that is what they were going in expecting basically like the the metal gear framework but with some i don't know babies and yeah bubbles or something i don't fucking know um whatever is happening there but the game isn't that the game is really not it's, it's not that game it's not a shooter it's it's not that game and so mm-hmm. there, there's this huge like, rift of people that I've seen in my feeds that are all about it and loving it and just they're in it. And uh, all the people complaining that it's not good, uh, critically not being super well received. And today I read an article uh, that was talking about an interview with Kojima that was, I think, an Italian interview that he did. And it's, it's getting some heat specifically because the translation either is normal or the worst, depending on the way that people have translated the Italian. 
So, mm-hmm. uh, the like whatever the original Japanese, uh, what he actually said, whatever that was, I don't know. And up until at least until recording time right now, there wasn't a transcript of what he actually said. So it's it's kind of translated from Japanese to Italian and then from Italian to English. So you're getting a lot of jumps and things absolutely get lost in translation when you do that. Oh, absolutely. So either he said that, you know, the game uh, first person shooters very popular in the U.S. And, you know, they're respecting that kind of game and it wasn't that kind of game and they were disappointed. And that is why critically it's, it's not doing as well. Where in Europe and and so on, it's doing a lot better because... It's they weren't expecting that. That isn't the game type that is the most popular there, so they were more open minded to that kind of content, and they're and they're enjoying it much more. Either he said that, or he or. basically <laughs> said that American Ooh. audiences don't get it, and they just they only like that kind of game, and because this go- flies higher than <laughs> uh, that, they don't understand it, and but so then they're gonna. Talk. See, that's, I don't know. Maybe you don't get it though. Like that's really I. I don't know that that's Kojima. Um, it's and the reason he said the I words just... flies higher, and so it's really just the the arrangement of what he said <laughs> as to whether it's mm-hmm. you know this is a high concept game, but if you were expecting a first person shooter and you didn't get it, then yeah, you're going to be disappointed. Or Americans are idiots because they don't understand higher flying games, and mm. it's it really is a lost in translation thing. Yeah. I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt there. But it's just one more thing that adds to the fire that incenses people about... There is a mm-hmm. difference in the trailers for America and for Italy. Is and there? So, like, the American versions have more guns in it. Like, it's a thing. So it's like, no, That's the marketing was kind then of... you established pushing. that expectation. Yeah, basically, though. But why? Because we know that American markets like more guns. Because, like... I don't know. It's this fetish of just like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store and you could die. And so it's like, ooh. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that's the, ooh, always free. But like, maybe that's a big part of it as well think... is that, no, we're we're being told what we want. And then when it's not that, and then realizing, oh, it's not that it's the same with like No Man's Sky of just, no, we were told what we wanted and we were told this is what we're going to get. And then we didn't. Oh, yeah, eventually we did. But like, cool, whatever. Doesn't matter. It wasn't marketed that way. The thing is, like, No Man's Sky, half of it was speculation or extrapolating yeah. from a thing that was said. Or and, not just the developers, not, but, like, then the the marketing team. Yeah, and not really like, understanding what the game was and then riding that hype train so far that mm-hmm. in the, in you know, the aside direction of what the game is actually going to be. Um, we Happy Few, I think, ran into the, the same oh, issues yeah. there of what was sold, <laughs> not what was delivered. But that's also and, because they were an indie group who then got bought out. And so then these bigger companies and their marketing teams were like, well, we can't say these things and we can't, you know what, let's just take all the aspect of drugs out of this game. And it's like, what? That was the whole point. It's like the basis of this. That was the, the like One of the interesting founding factor. things. Like the reason See. we kickstarted this game <laughs> was because, not... hey, what if you had a happy drug all the time? And how would that change your life? And then how would you interact in a world where everybody else would take a happy drug? And they're like, hey, what if we took out like the happy drug? And it's like, what? <laughs> then it's just shit. And they're like, yeah, but you already pre ordered it. So, <laughs> it's like, <sighs> so with that I'm in mind. Not... Sure. There's such a disconnection between developers and marketing and the consumers. And so it's like, which sucks because we do need 
some walls between the consumers and the developers because Jesus fuck, let them live their goddamn lives. They are just people we're as well. We're all just yeah, chodes. we're all just chodes. And, and yeah. but like this <laughs> onslaught from like most likely Twitter kind of thing where you could just at somebody and you tell them heinous shit. It's not going to make them make a better game. And so, like, yeah, you need more people on your team. And now you need, like, social media people and then marketing people and, like, who can understand the industry and the consumers at the current time. But, like, take the consumer's pulse. But, like, fuck. You are selling <laughs> these, like, trailers and games that don't exist because you know that these trailers and games of, of games will get me to buy them because you don't fucking care. You don't care if mm -hmm. I then end up actually liking the game or not. You don't actually care about the industry as a whole or how us as consumers eventually know everyone's going to lie. And eventually we won't trust anything. And then eventually all games will be shit. And we are just shitting on our own dicks if we keep allowing this to happen. And that's why we mm -hmm. have to go watch the Sonic movie. <laughs> 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 Which is like... Fuck, I guess we're watching the Sonic movie. I don't even think it's going to be a good Get High movie. No, like... it's, it's just going to be abysmal. I think, <laughs> I think the problem we run into, and, and we already know that this is the case for, for the marketing teams are so disconnected from the actual developers oh. of games. And we hear things like, oh, no, but you can't have a female protagonist in your game because, like, oh my God. it's, you know... <laughs> analytics say they won't sell well and it's like well that's bullshit uh horizon zero dawn did well everyone really enjoyed it because you you built a great game and yeah. that's what mattered no one really cared but who your main mm -hmm. character is that's the not an game... american company that oh, that me. made uh it was guerrilla games right i feel like i might be no i feel like that's right uh who really who made Killzone before that which is so very like aim to america and yet didn't really do sure. quite as well as so many of the other like like fuck military it. shooter type games Their own shit then so they decided well, yeah they literally did they were like all right we want to do something completely different something we've never done before everybody come the fuck in let's pitch ideas and so they all brainstormed together brand new ips and yeah. horizon zero dawn is what came out of that mm -hmm. so there is absolutely fuck evidence yeah. but here it's it's there's always that no but like the numbers say this the numbers say that and that's why that's ooh, single player games are dead massive large companies like we have activision blizzard and ea and 2k and the, these massive publicly traded companies that have to care about every quarter and they have to make sure that they don't take risks so they're gonna tell you no first person player games they, they don't work horror games they don't go well female protagonists oh god oh god a black person yeah god, no oh my god don't do that god forbid god for <laughs> no, no. i actually spoke about this on the last episode because you know the new star wars game is coming out and it Ugh. looks very cool and god awesome but I bet you every minorities in it oh. every no oh. you'd be so wrong really well they have Support like one, they have one supporting black woman character. Ugh. Congrats! But the it's always the fact that I'd... they, <laughs> it's always the fact that they change up the story to fit whatever narrative they're doing in these single player Star Wars games, mm. and the main usually Jedi character is always a white blonde guy and i'm just like great well, they have to be this, this is this is who i wanted and not like, like a, you're a part of it <laughs> where's mace windu's son or some shit can i get any no, of that i can't i have to if if i'm playing a game and i don't 
like get into my cis white male mode i'm not mm. actually getting the full experience because i'm putting my bias and opinions into a game that wasn't meant for me <laughs> because when is, you, I, because except, girls don't play games i mean so yes like, except like obviously no obviously we do and, but, but do we? Because the numbers the thing, don't like, say we play Call of Duty. You play or Conan Exile. The thing is, like, the numbers do say that women play games, period. They absolutely do. So they absolutely they do. They absolutely do. And well, uh, when it comes to, like, bullshit. I can't remember. Yeah. It was a study either it was last year or the year before as to, like, who spends the most money Ooh. on games mm-hmm. is actually women. But it's also, like, heads of household and, and buying for your kids and blah, blah, blah. Like, there is, you know, that whole overarching <laughs> oh. thing. But yeah. women have a huge... I'm, I'm definitely misquoting that study, so, like, fucking Google it. You'll figure it out. But the takeaway is that women are buying games. They they do have spending power. They are interested in this whole... Of course they are. It's an entertainment industry. Why wouldn't everyone be into it? It's like saying, like, oh... Watching Grey's Anatomy. But that's like saying that TV or movies are only for men because like no well, that's stupid certain ones are like I w- but, like but that's, all the but that's types. that's only but that's, for men that's all the by type yeah. though so mm. that is that's not all books mm. will appeal to you as a person but a lot of them will you are a reader and that is the same as any other entertainment industry However, and gaming is a billion dollar like multi billion dollar fucking industry action movies the same idea of action movies and how like oh well we don't really target towards like the women demographic uh female demographic because they typically don't come and see our movies um and and like nowadays we're starting to see more like uh female protagonists and more uh female centric uh plot stories and lines and stuff in these like larger um, like Fast and the Furious kind of shit, specifically to reach the wives or whatever. Well, I feel but like um, Mad Max is a companies. great example oh, of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there's these yeah. big companies, the same way there is the EA and the 2K and the, these other big companies uh, across the two uh, genres, or excuse me, mediums. So, like, indie games and like festival movies and shit like that. They can be somewhat similar, and they and they those can go off and tell um, minority stories, and they can be a little ooh riskier mm. because they're just doing it for the art, and they're not getting money out of it. And it's like, yeah, well, number one, fuck you, because like, <laughs> yeah. fuck y'all. But um, but it does make sense how no, if we are following industries that already take place, um, Tom Clancy's not selling books. He's not primarily trying to sell books to a female audience because his publishers have told him, yo, hunter dudes, they're all after you, like ex-military and and dudes who wanted to be military but were like, definitely could never be military. Like, they're all watching and or like listening, reading your fucking books, podcasts, all that shit, right? And so that no females, no females, no females. But that means we're putting these types of genres and stories into just into a these, box into a saying box. it can only be x or and y we are, or, we are or telling that. ourselves or we're, we're telling artists yeah, to tell we're... us that we can't be creative in an industry that is based on creativity <laughs> on storytelling games told. are stories yeah we're absolutely that the people expect this and so what if you don't do what the people expect and you come up with something completely different that it actually is a game changer that actually takes these platforms and turns them on their head? Like, how do you actually mm-hmm. innovate? You defy expectations. And that's, and, so- and that's indie games in general are that. But then they run into the problem of not 
unless you kill it, unless you are top of top but that's in an, an indie risk. game. Yeah. And, but unless you kill it, you really don't get traction there. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, you're, right. you're doing games that you find your audience the, who get it and, and they when are you, enough to sustain you. Published by like Devolver Digital or something like these Great. other types of Great publishers company. that are way more respected for, um, for some of the business practices that they have that do support artistry and like creativity on the medium. <laughs> they um, have their own vibe, but it's just, I mean, they're out I want to circle it back to Death Strando because a lot of what you guys are saying, you girls, you ladies are saying. <laughs> okay, <there's> nothing is... <laughs> you like about me. I'm going to tell you that much right now. <laughs> A lot of what you're saying is a lot of kind of, I think, what Kojima was trying to get at yeah. in the kind of interview he said. So in a past interview he had, he was saying that the game is a is like his reaction to politics in general. Um, it's a reaction to Trump and it's a reaction to Brexit. Interesting. Um, and the idea that you're kind of separating yourselves from people, from minorities, from... Uh, uh, people you find different, right. Um, And that in itself is uh, artistic. But of course, because it's Kojima and it's being published by Sony, um, we see it as this big AAA game. Uh, Of course, it was uh, kind of similarly marketed to... I looked it up a little bit. It was similarly marketed to the Italian market as kind of a shooter. But, you know, maybe there was a little more imagery that Americans picked up that was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an action game. I'm into action. It's also expectations. Um, You you expect... (laughs) Especially... From Kojima. Yeah, you're expecting Metal Gear, and especially when there there are a lot of, like, aesthetic similarities... I understand it's how you fairly get similar there. to like Metal Gear Solid Five, but I feel like you no, know, you leaned into that because that is what people were responding to, and then you right. create that you know contradiction of this is what we're telling you it, it is by marketing, and then this is what it actually is, and it's not it, you're not giving the game a chance to stand on its own feet when you do that. Mm-hmm. You're undermining mm-hmm. your own stance because you're not going to trick anyone into liking a game by telling them it's one thing when it's another. Right. Not when they're spending money on it. You just, you can't. I don't see, but I don't know that that's what Kojima did. No, I, I don't think that he did. But I think the way that okay. the marketing is and the way yeah. that the, um, You put Norman Reedus in something, you're going to be expecting some, like, you know, action-y. Yeah. Just and, shoot, shoot him up. Where's the crossbow? And even and though he said, this is not Metal mm-hmm. Gear, this is not Metal Gear. Right. Everyone just hears Metal Gear. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. So that. And. To be fair, those trailers, by the way, for what it's worth, were fairly tame in in regards to like violence. I mean, most of gun they were imagery, in, like nigh incomprehensible. Yeah, that, I mean, but I mean, point. like, and honestly, if you, you look at like a the latest Call of Duty trailer, that those ships are like, hey, we got guns. What kind of guns you want? You, you, you want big ones, small ones? But like, they're not political. So, oh. <laughs> hmm. question mark. Huh. <laughs> the, the overall thing here is is that play between expectation and reality, and then what you do with that. So, I think mm. a take all marketing with a grain of salt. My personal 
uh, system for dealing with anything that I'm interested in is to be like, oh, that trailer looks cool and never watch anything else about it again until whatever it is, whether it's the movie or the game or whatnot, comes out. Because I'm tired of hyping for something, getting just so excited for something, and then nothing will ever live up to your expectations when you're putting yeah. that much into yourself of excitement. So when... Mm. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was announced, and when I saw the first, like, trailer, probably, like, an E3 trailer or whatever the fuck it was, I was like, oh my god, this game looks amazing. I don't want to hear enough fucking thing about it until it comes out. And then it came out, and it exceeded my expectations by being an absolutely fantastic game all around. Just the world they created, the way that the character interacted in that world, the relationships, the story, the actual story arc that was in, just really, truly exceptional. If you have not played it, it's well worth the play. Mm-hmm. so there's that then, unfortunately I as a say, video game podcaster i don't have that luxury <laughs> i would have i would like to say that there was a part of my life that um my mantra used to be um lower your expectations and you get everything you've ever wanted i, and, I don't like that i that, right. is a, However, that is a different stance for me because that leads to um then fast forward and i used to play nothing but indie games and i would be like well I'm going to try it anyways and like just see what happens. And I was so disappointed so often Mm. that I ended up becoming um, very just just hazed out and not into anything and in general. I kind of jaded, I think. Absolutely. And so like to combat that, it's it's identifying the the things that you do like that you that you really do enjoy and like i enjoy zombie stuff and apocalyptic stuff and and um deeply uh heavy storytelling and political intrigue kind of things and so when i get some of those check marks when i'm watching like a trailer or so i'll be like oh okay then but i'm not gonna say oh okay then for a soccer game or things that i wouldn't Mm -hmm. actually um come to and and it really just comes down to you got to know yourself and you got to know, like, you got to know yourself. And, and you have to take that time in this medium of understanding that certain artists aren't for you or they're not they're not going to speak to you. And that's OK. I think it, there is fun. something coming to the idea that not everything is for you. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. But also be open minded about it. Oh, like, yeah. For me, Try uh, it when anyway. it comes to sports games, they are, are typically not, you know, story driven games I, like i don't particularly enjoy that and i and i think it's it is a safe <laughs> assumption that i will never enjoy them however mm-hmm. there's games way back well i mean I, but yeah uh yeah. uh pyre uh by super giant games was that was like a basketball one yeah it was it was like right? cosmic basketball or something yeah, that, that was, was cool. like the way that you you know solved or resolved um conflicts like that is what you were doing but the actual storytelling and, and what was behind it and the characters and all of this stuff, that was so up my alley that that mechanic was not the defining feature of the game. So, um, one of the things, like, in the way, not in the way, way backs, but, you know, like a decade ago or what have you, when Fallout 3 was first announced, this was back when I used to, like, get fucking Game Informer and all those things, and I saw the pictures and I'm like, bleh, it's brown and there are guns, I'm not interested, it's just another <laughs> fucking shooter, I don't care. And then having people be like, no, no, I, I actually think this will really appeal to you, mm-hmm. this this kind of thing, and being like, mm, okay, and so finally trying it, and then being like, oh, this is amazing. And so, and I've been all in on every Fallout, including 76, since, because, no, that does appeal to me. Because post-apocalyptic, I love that shit. I love the vignettes of 
of depressing moments that are told with a placement of items where you're not ham-fistedly told these miniature narratives. They're they're just laid out for you. And, and if you are looking, if you're exploring, you will find them. And I, that is a very rewarding uh, interaction for me, a great experience for me. So there is part of breaking your habits, breaking your expectations in that way, your your assumptions about things. So I'm all I'm all for that and giving mm-hmm. giving a try for things. But also just, here's some advice. Ooh, tell me, stay off a of fucking Reddit. I mean, I, first off, <laughs> I don't Reddit typically, so God bless. so that is a thing. But also just Twitter, whatever. I just I will actively avoid reading about things that interest me. It doesn't matter how much I'm interested. Even uh, when Monster Hunter World was first announced, I actually like cried, which is something that I don't uh, physically do often. I actually mm-hmm. cried because Monster Hunter has, since Monster Hunter for PS2, <laughs> yeah. been something that, it, been a series that I loved, a diehard, mm-hmm. hell into it. I, I played them in English, I played them in Japanese, every system, everything. I bought systems, platforms to play this game. When World was announced, to be like, ooh, my home console, because like Sony, like, yeah, whatever, diehard, like, hell yeah, coming home to Sony, that was huge for me. And then be like, I don't want to hear. And I fuck the I don't want to know what's in it, whatever. But I still actually in the end fell victim to my own expectations for that because mm. it came out and <coughs> World was great. Absolutely mm-hmm. great. But because you I already had this history of a billion fucking games with a billion fucking monsters, and realizing in the same I was actually gonna bring it up when we were talking about um Sword and Shield, this like no, you have the capability to have more mobs than you have. And and there's a whole, like, G-rank, which was missing, which is, like, the, the next, next tier. The the actual roster of monsters was not really that large, and at the rate that they were trickling them out, and fine, you're going to DLC them, and a lot of, and they're really, like, free DLC, so I don't care. Great, cool, I'm into it. But they were done so slowly that I couldn't keep my momentum of interest in the game. And so mm. I ended up falling off, like, two months in, because it was like, well, I've done everything that there is, and I'm too... I'm too bored to wait and just and basically tread water in a game waiting for the next thing to come out to to make me want it. And so even though they release monsters like Lunastra, which is a favorite, I just I still haven't gone back and, and done that because it just no, I want like as many new monsters as there were in the in the original one. That's what I want in order to get me hey. back to playing it. I even for Iceborne. Yeah, this definitely sounds like Pokemon. Yeah. And so for Iceborne, which was released several months ago, I didn't buy it right away, which is insane mm. to me. That is something that I would have never said would happen in the past if you were like, ooh, the DLC for Monster Hunter, like, I'm in, pre-ordered, day one, I'm here, midnight, let's download. I just, I didn't. I, like, bought it recently, but uh, I just, I still haven't actually installed it or played it. I just, mm-hmm. it killed my momentum in the game <laughs> because yeah. of that expectation of no, you have the capability to show every fucking monster and do all the things, and then seeing, oh, you're reusing models. A lot of the monsters do have the same base type. A lot of what Iceborne was coming out with were monsters that all had the same base form. Uh, if you're not familiar with Monster Hunter, like the the Tigrex and like the Narga, uh, they all they're the same kind of monster. They have the same sort of body form, and like they're variations on those forms, but ultimately they're the same type. And to see, like, oh, you did that, you did Barioth, like, they're all kind of the same monster, though, and I'm not really buying that That there's a lot of variety. They, they, they play differently, mm. blah, blah, it's just, I don't, I'm not feeling that there's a ton of variety here because of that. 
Uh, I saw somebody fangirl and you just I... jumped. I'm just I'm yeah. marveling. I know. I don't, yeah, I don't think people understand how into Monster Hunter I am. Huge, huge, huge fan. But I saw somebody on uh, Twitter today talking about the starters for Sword and Shield and how they're all humanoids. And they're and I like and I don't know I have not seen them myself so um, and they complain of being like oh I really like it when there's when there's like different silhouette for each of them and they all feel different and I'm disappointed that they are all kind of the same in that way they aren't and I thought that what? was an interesting perspective of just what your expectations were and how those were not met hmm, but I guess uh, but I understand but... that from the same perspective for me and Monster Hunter being like okay, but you, you did pick, like, the same kind of body formats. And I get it, because you're you're making it easy on yourself to start with, like, mm. the same base and then make the variations on it. That does make sense. But I'm still bored because of that. And that sucks to be feel bored about a game that I was so into, to be emotionally yeah. moved by, which never fucking happens, to have that and then to feel the way that I feel about it now, that sucks. And so even in all of my attempts to avoid hype, and I and I avoided the hype for it, and when I got into it, it was a great experience because the game was so much better than I was even expecting because I wasn't expecting. But then it still, it still gets you in the end. <laughs> still, it's never mm. enough. It's never everything that you want it to be. <laughs> and I think to a degree there's, there's something unavoidable about that always. Oh, in yeah. anything that, that you feel passionately about, there will always be circumstances in which you don't get what maybe, you're looking for. Maybe having no expectations is still having an expectation. It still, it still is. I, so having no expectations, I, I think, is impossible. Mm. Really. Um, you always you have your entire history of, of existence, and you will always be trying to put pieces mm. in place. I think it... It's important to just be critical about why you think something is going to be the way it is to check yourself in that. So you know that your expectations, they're going to happen. Realize that that's what it is and and pull yourself back from that. I think is is really all that we can do. But then also to call back to earlier, post the things you're happy about and realize that marketing is marketing. It is designed to sell things which may not really be an accurate representation of what that is. So to always take that with a grain of salt. Always, always. Definitely so. <laughs> All right, well, it's up to you to wrap it up because I'm not the host. Oh, shit, So I was actually going to say, <laughs> do you guys have anything else to add on all of that, which was quite a dump? <laughs> uh, hey, gang, give the Pokemon a chance to say... No. We- we gonna no. have a good time. Live in the Pokemon world. Make reality happen. Make our dreams come true. <laughs> Fight for what is right and just. And uh, basically the ability to travel around the world and uh, go catch them all. Because, like, that is literally what Pokemon is. And, uh, nah, nah. National Dex, right? That's what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm National in. National Dex. Nah, I'm fucking in. Uh, can you, like, send me that, like, Reddit post that it was on? Like, I got... I have oh, opinions do you now. Want just like everything, <laughs> I, I can do. send you like the world. No, I think I think <laughs> we kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, just kind of curb your expectations. Have some, but like you know, I, I think I said it I earlier. That sucks there's too. some Himalayan I... <laughs> salt lamps you could have, and yes. just kinda... we've definitely said 
on this podcast before to to encourage you to think critically mm-hmm. about and and we still advocate for that specifically think critically about the media you consume <coughs> think crit- about critically about your own <coughs> behavior your own actions your own thoughts question everything so you can start breaking yourself out of these bad habits also stop sending death threats to creators yeah, do please stop doing that don't do and that. just the second you get so incensed dial yourself back and think of of the perspective just, just gain people. a little perspective just please people, they man. are just people mm-hmm. that's They're it just a bunch of you's and me's honestly we're all just chodes choding along doing our <laughs> our chode bests in this chode life understand that and don't threaten to kill people over shit that super absolutely does not fucking matter in not the really. end the not when, like... i mean really nothing actually matters <laughs> What is so. the uh, fifth anniversary of Flint Hills, Michigan? So that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> just woo, going through that. Because like clean water, maybe that does matter. Maybe that is worth your time and engagement. Um, but and not I did the 3D model of a blue hedgehog, a, blue, a fictional blue hedgehog. Yeah, or finding it's the all... 3D model of, uh, or the wireframe model of Bulbasaur in a game. or and, mm-hmm. Which sucks because like, we should always have some type of perspective and that's definitely what travel gives us is a uh, helps allow us to find perspective um, to see the forest for the trees kind of thing. Um, and so when you see just this onslaught of public posts of just, Oh, th- this is the trending hashtag now. So let's go in and you kind of jump in. Maybe you don't have to post on everything. Maybe you don't have to respond to everything. Mm. Um, and that really sucks because as creators, please go like our post. Uh, you can find me at <laughs> the Twilark, T-H-E-T-W-Y-L-A-R-K. Just like everything I say, you know, just don't please, even read just, what I say. Just like it and retweet just like it. it. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't, I don't care <laughs> at all. Um, Fuck, we gotta fuck this algorithm because uh, it's fucking us. So, uh, ooh, make sure that you, uh, yes. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Down below. There. But also, you're gonna also wanna catch Nika at Wonderpus, W A N D E R P U S. Dope. And Has then uh, everything. Everything. All the things. Mm-hmm. You look it Might up, you well. see it, it's probably me. If you'd Go, like this takeover. Uh, uh, <laughs> then check us out uh, on check stream, it out because we uh, check it out. Mm-hmm. We stream mm-hmm. every week, Fridays and Sundays, uh, doing character portrait giveaways. So if you have a character and you're like, "Well, I want some free art of them," come hang out. That's literally what we do. Talk a lot of shit, uh, not as well <laughs> executed, I think, as this was, but you know, like this, <laughs> but more of a train wreck. That's mm-hmm. on like, or just uh-huh. a train that's on fire. Yeah. I think is really the uh, speeding though. Yes, just, just an, a runaway train, train on fire. Is more or less what that is like, Going but you can find us there. So fast, mm-hmm. us Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. That is me in all of those places. So please mm-hmm. come hang out with us. And of course, Jace, if you want to do your official wrap up, now would I think be the time for that? <laughs> so as always, <laughs> thank you for having us. You can us. find me. Thank you. At Comedy's Gaming on Twitter, you can find the Weekly Cooldown on its own Twitter page, WK Cooldown. Uh, be sure to visit the <laughs> Facebook page, the Facebook group. It is there for you. Please use it. Visit WKCooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Uh, we just redid the website. It looks really it cool. It looks really nice. Hey, I worked really hard on it. Um, <laughs> be sure to check out the links in the description, including, of course, our Humble Bundle for this week. 
and support your favorite charities and support the show. Um, nice. I, I guess I'll, I'll say it. Uh, that's all for the weekly cooldown. That's all for the weekly cooldown. I'm Bye. Hi, Nika. I'm Toilet. Hi. Alrighty. And we're off. Oh, bye, bye forever. Bye.